You're listening to a podcast from The Pool. Hi, I'm Viv Groskop, your pool agony aunt, and this is Waving Not Drowning, where I'll discuss how to combat your problems and solve your emotional issues. On this week's Dear Viv, when you're worrying about looking old, when your partner is 20 years older than you, when smoking gets in the way, and when one of you is always in and one of you is always out. Our first question this week. Dear Viv, as I'm currently 28, which I'm aware is young-ish, I'm sure this message is vain and makes me sound like a total arse. But I'm writing in despite this, as I'm really genuinely scared of ageing. Between the ages of about 17 and 25, I was routinely told I was pretty, which was nice. It might have helped that I spent a lot of time in teeny weeny dresses and heels, being a clubbing fan at uni and a few years after. I'm now more of a shirt and jeans kind of gal most of the time and don't go out as much as I'd like anymore, though I still love doing my hair and makeup. I also work out quite regularly. I'm one of those weird people who actually enjoy the gym and I have for my whole adult life. But when I was 17 to 25, I just didn't believe people when they said these nice things to me. I know people always say youth is wasted on the young and I finally know what they mean. Now my confidence is improving and as I'm more settled in myself, one of the benefits of age, I'm aware there are some of these, but I could do with being reminded exactly what they are. Also, my career is making me happy. I have lovely friends and I'm in a great relationship. My boyfriend and close friends have been lovely about my looks and are generally supportive. So over the last few years, I finally started to believe these compliments people used to pay me. But people don't say these things to me anymore. When they see old photos of me, they usually look horribly surprised or amused and say, that's you? Damn you, Facebook and your memory notifications. Here's you looking sprightly seven years ago. How do I enjoy the prettiness or vague youth that remains? And above all, how do I stop caring about whether I look nice or not? Does it matter how you look? What's the difference between healthy maintenance and obsessing over looking nice or younger? I suppose I'm asking how to adapt to a new physical phase in life and how to enjoy it rather than feeling mournful for the person I used to look like. I'm also very aware that I'll find this message I'm sending you absurd in 10 or 20 years time. But I'm asking you anyway, because I want to be ready to embrace and feel good in those future years, not feel frightened of them. Thanks so much for reading my superficial question that is somehow bothering me a lot. I'd love to hear any thoughts you have on the matter. Dear Jim Bunny, well, thanks so much for writing in. Your letter made me laugh a lot, especially I'm one of those weird people who actually enjoy the gym and have for my whole adult life. We cannot possibly be friends. I'm only joking. We can definitely be friends. Well, this is a fascinating conundrum, isn't it? I remember reading something about that old saying the other day. I think Alexandra Shulman, the outgoing editor of Vogue, must have mentioned it. It's something about how the ageing process is much easier for women who were not great beauties in their youth. And I always identify with that. Is that what you're really writing to me about? I'm not sure. Let's set that thought aside for a second and look at the facts, though. You're 28. 
you have a boyfriend, you have lots of friends, you're clearly fit, healthy, and I think we must assume objectively pretty good looking. In short, you have got it good, girlfriend. But you know all this already. What I'm interested in is your response to people's comments. You are reading a lot into comments that are probably just people finding something to say. They don't necessarily mean anything by them. So when people say, wow, that's you, they almost certainly don't mean, oh my God, you were so beautiful then and now look at the state of you. You are the only person who is thinking that. I very much doubt anyone else is. And even if they are thinking that, then what a total idiot. (laughs) You ask some important questions and I'll get to them in a sec. But I want you to ask yourself some questions. Why do you care so much about what other people think? And can you really be sure that other people think what you think they think? Do you see what I'm getting at here? The truth is that when we find ourselves knowing what other people think, i.e. they clearly think I don't look as good as I did, or in my personal case, as someone who's always struggled with dieting, they clearly think I'm putting on weight again, even if I know that A, I'm not putting on weight again, and B, the other person probably really is not thinking that at all. When we find ourselves thinking things like this, it's not a sign that something is wrong, i.e., I have put on weight or you aren't as cute as you were at 17. It's just a sign that we are caring too much about other people's imaginary thoughts. Now, that is no terrible thing. We all do it. But in the long run, it's toxic. It makes us unhappy, self-absorbed and unable to focus on the things that really matter. Now, let me get to your questions How do I stop caring about whether I look nice or not? You don't need to stop caring about that as long as it doesn't make you unhappy. Actually, caring about how you look is a real sign, I think, of embracing life and being happy with yourself. You just need to find a balance between, hey, I look good most of the time and it's really important that I look good all the time. Second question of yours. Does it matter how you look? Yes and no. It depends who you hang out with, what your job is, and it depends on your standards. For example, I think Bob Geldof looks pretty good, but I guess he would not get a job as a grooming consultant at Kiehl's. Although maybe nowadays he might with the whole boho silver fox hoxton thing being a trend what matters is whether you're comfortable with who you are as a person and so to your last question what's the difference between healthy maintenance and obsessing over looking nice or looking younger again that is going to depend on who you ask If you ask Joan Rivers, RIP, I still miss her, she might argue that obsessing over looking nice or looking younger gave her a reason to live and to some extent a career. Personally, I would not take the same route as her, even though I'd rather die than lose the number of the beautician who removes my incipient beard on a regular basis. So to sum up, it's all personal and it's all relative. I say spend less time thinking, how do I look? And spend more time thinking, how can I make other people feel great about how they look? 
count your blessings, don't use social media too often. And if you enjoy the gym, well, then you are a freak. So go and live your freak life. Our next question this week. Dear Viv, I am 27 and my boyfriend just turned 50. We've been together for two and a half years and he makes me incredibly happy. When it's just the two of us, I don't notice the age difference. He's playful, young at heart, caring, funny and silly. With his brown messy hair and boyish smile, he looks closer to 35 than his 50 years. And he has even been mistaken for a 28-year-old by one of my colleagues. We live together and I look forward to one day starting a family with him. However, I get social anxiety about telling anyone his age, especially when they haven't met him. I'm cripplingly afraid of judgment and I sometimes find it hard to live in the moment. I have real fears of what the age gap might mean for us in the future with the possibility of declining health and the potential for my role in the relationship to become the caregiver. How do I get past these feelings? Thank you. Dear woman with older man, wow, this is a relationship after my own heart. I'm not quite as much at the sharp end of things as you are, but I do have uh, nearly a decade between me and my husband. But you have really done things properly here. Well done. You don't need me to tell you that these things do not matter at all. And the more time goes on in life, the less they seem to matter, I think. But as you suggest, people do make a big deal about this kind of age difference. It's partly because it's fun to make a big deal about it. It's an easy laugh. It's an easy way to kind of prod people psychologically. And we all love to make a note of things that are somehow noteworthy. But you will save yourself a lot of time and angst over the years if you decide not to care too much what other people think about your relationship and also if you decide not to judge them for mentioning it. I think the fears you have are understandable, but put it this way, would you really feel any better about all of these fears if you were 41? Life is what it is, and if bad things are going to happen, they're going to happen. You wouldn't really be assuring yourself of any more safe a future if you were with someone your own age. Certainly, you're right to be practical about having children. It's probably going to be more fun for both of you if you don't hang around, uh, if having a family is important to you. Although that said, I know lots of men who have become fathers in their 60s and 70s, and it really isn't a problem. I think the key is to realise that if you're going to make a go of this relationship, then you need to let go of all that judgment, including your own and definitely other people's. Life is what you make it and joy comes in all shapes, sizes and ages. If you do decide otherwise, by the way, do send me his number. He sounds very hot. Our next question this week. Dear Viv, four years ago, my boyfriend said he'd quit smoking. Since then, he has quit a few times, even having hypnotherapy once. But I always end up finding him sneaking one in the garden when he thinks I'm out or have gone to bed. The last time he quit was just before I gave birth to our son and he swore that there was absolutely no way he'd smoke once the baby was around. Since then, I know he has started again and often he has one after I go to bed and before he does the late feed. 
Each time I realise he has smoked, I feel betrayed because he promised me he'd stop. I hate the smell of it and I can always smell it on him in the morning. And I hate that he breathes it onto our baby, even though he does his teeth after and swears that enough time has passed and it won't affect the baby. I hate that it's bad for him and I worry that he'll get some lung disease from it, even though I admit he's probably having maximum one a day, probably even slightly less. I know smoking is a difficult thing to give up and I've tried to persuade him to start vaping instead, which I figure is slightly healthier, but he says he'd rather just quit, except he doesn't. I now go into rage mode the moment I realise he's had one, and although I know it's his problem, not mine, I can't let it go. Am I right to keep on? How do I stop being a nagging shrew of a girlfriend? I see his face glaze over when I start haranguing, so I know I should stop, but seeing that just makes me even angrier and I see red. Thanks. Hello. Oh, I do sympathise with everyone concerned here. This is a tricky one. I gave up smoking 20 years ago when I used to smoke 40 a day. Yes, I know. Don't judge me. They were much cheaper then. And I'm always slightly taken aback by anyone who can manage to smoke only one cigarette a day. What is wrong with these people? If I could manage to smoke only one cigarette a day, I would still be smoking. So the problem here for me is not so much about the smoking itself. It's about the broken promises and the self-delusion. I think I would be fine with your boyfriend smoking one a day if he did it openly and said, I know this is bad, but I'm going to do it. Sorry. But he's not doing that. He's pretending to you and to himself that he has given up smoking, even though he is still smoking. And I can see how intensely irritating this situation must be for both of you. It's especially irritating that there's a baby involved and he said he would give up when the baby came and still didn't give up. I think you're going to have to sit him down and have a talk. Tell him that it's not the smoking bothering you so much as the fact that he seems to be kidding both of you. Please can he tell you what's going on. Tell him you're sick of being a nag, but you don't like being lied to. Try and be calm when you have this conversation. Ask him if he honestly wants to give up. Or let him be honest with you that he is just never ever going to give up having that final one fag a day. You might have to be willing to compromise here and let him smoke one cigarette a day, but decide on the boundaries. Maybe he can smoke on his way to work instead of smoking one at home. In short, I don't have a great answer for you here, as this is going to have to come from him, not you. And if he's got it down to one or less a day, then really he is still doing that out of choice and habit. It's not out of addiction. Challenge him on the fact that he broke a promise and see how that goes. Any leftover fags, by the way, please send them to me. Actually, don't do that, really. Don't, don't do that. Our next question this week. Dear Viv, my boyfriend and I are both 26 and living together. We met whilst we were both working in a bar. Long shifts, late nights and lots of socialising. When we moved in together, I started a new job in an office where I did not click with anyone and really struggled to adapt. 
I'm in the process now of changing jobs and I'm open to going back into bar work. But I have definitely gotten over the ability and the need to go out every night after work. My problem is, since living together, I have discovered my boyfriend is the complete opposite to me in that I'm a homebody and he's always out. This has caused problems since he gets in from work around 1am if he's not socialising and around 4am if he is. We hardly spend any real quality time together and I'm often left with serious FOMO and jealousy of his new friends that he wants to spend time with and who get to spend time with him. It has affected my sleep and my confidence within the relationship. It makes me paranoid that he would rather be out than in our home together. I know it's not fair to be angry with him or to resent him for having a social life, but I think I do. I hate feeling all these feelings towards a person I love. Thank you. Dear FOMO, well, what a dilemma, the home body versus the dirty stop out. But this situation is more complicated than that. This isn't really about him choosing to go out and you choosing to stay at home. It's about him having a few drinks after he has finished a work shift at 1am. And it's about you being between jobs and not wanting to go out and spend money, right? So you've framed it here as if it's about him wanting to go out and you wanting to be at home. But it isn't really about that at all, is it? I think the trouble is he has carried on living the life you were both living when you first met, where you both worked in a bar late and stayed on after work. It's pretty normal that he's carried on doing that as that's his life and that's his work. The trouble is things have changed for you. This is a similar situation to one where two people might be working on a night shift and then suddenly one of them starts working normal hours. When are they going to see each other? So I think the first thing to do is take blame out of the equation. It's not his fault he works late, that's his work. And I imagine he probably thinks once it's 1am that it won't matter whether he comes home at 2am or 4am, so why not go out? Instead of blaming him, I think you should have an honest conversation about what you both want from the relationship. Is he happy with how things are? Are you? More importantly, you need to find some work and some friends who help you to have a fulfilling life instead of letting everything ride on this relationship. Be patient with yourself. These things do take a while to build. But try and find things to enjoy in your own life instead of looking at his life and thinking, why haven't I got that? Meanwhile, enjoy the time you get to yourself and get yourself some serious box set heaven. Let him be the one who gets FOMO for all the time you get to yourself. That's all for today. If you have a problem you'd like to submit please send your email to dearviv at thepoolltd.com or tweet us at thepooluk. Thanks for listening. Join us again soon and sign in to thepool.com where you can get more content specifically made by us for women like you. We hope we we'll see you there.